Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Football In-Laws podcast. Um, my name is Caleb, and I'm joined by my co-host, Justin. How's it going, man? Oh, you know, it's go- it's going all right, man. Uh, just ready for some NFL football to get going here. Yeah, I'm glad you're as excited as I am for it. So we're going to be talking about a couple games from the preseason, a couple players. Is there anything that stood out to you from the past week? Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's preseason week one, so you got to – you got to take it for what it is. Of course, there's the Las Vegas Raiders saying that Amir Abdul is going to play the James White role because Josh McDaniels, the head coach. And, mm-hmm. You know, they got Zamir White. They got Josh Jacobs. They got Amir Abdullah. Three running backs. It's fantasy speaking. There's – what team doesn't have three running backs? It does seem like a lot of teams this year have been catering to a more uh, running back committee and – the Raiders, the Raiders is a very great example. I, of course, am a little biased because I like Alabama. So, of course, I got to root for Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake. But it does seem like there's going to be a little mix in the backfield there. Well, I have Josh Jacobs on one of my teams. So, uh, let's go. Oh, yeah. Fantasy-wise, like Josh Jacobs, you you got to hopefully gets all them touchdowns and third downs on the goal line. Yeah, so let's stay in L.A. or L.A., Las Vegas. <laughs> Devontae Adams going there. How are we seeing his production level leaving Aaron Rodgers? Uh, honestly, I feel like, and this is, you know, hot take, personal opinion. I feel like he might even be better with Derek Carr because every um, the offense was basically catered around Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams back there. Everybody was covering Devontae Adams. Now with the Raiders, you've got a whole offense of potential. You got Hunter Renfro. You got uh, Waller there, and of course, Josh Jacobs. So you got people that are going to also have guys cover them, taking a lot of pressure off Devonta Adams to make those long cuts downfield to be able to get Derek Carr. And everyone knows Derek Carr can sling the ball. He just hasn't really had those missing blinks to get him there. And even last season, he still performed very well. Yeah, and Derek Carr petitioned for Adams to come there. So I think that could be working out just fine. Um, I just jumped the gun a little early there, but let, let's do go out to L.A. We got two teams out there now. Let's talk about the Rams. Are we seeing any chance at them repeating? I, I mean, I, obviously, I think they can still have a chance to uh, redeem themselves. The whole situation with uh, Odell Beckham Jr., we're still not sure what's going to happen there. Is he going to come back? Is he going to leave? And then there is that offseason um, um, surgery and injury that Matthew Stafford's been dealing with. So he's got to recuperate back from that. Um, then on top of the offense, you've got their running backs that have both soft tissue injuries from what I've seen today. I haven't read too much about it yet, but they're both just it, – it's probably one of those things where it's nothing serious. They're just kind of letting the guys calm down before the season starts. Hey, you know, they don't like playing anybody in the preseason, so we really aren't going to know what the Rams have until probably about week three when they get ramped up and going. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Wait and see. Preseason is a time where – the young guys get to come out. They have 90 players in their roster. They have to cut down. They just cut uh, five or six players down today. I think uh, the 21st, they have to cut down the rosters to 83 players, I believe. I'll have to relook at that one. But now's the time to just get all the young guys out there and let the old folks sit back and relax and watch the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll get more on the the cuts and stuff as this, uh, this NFL show goes along. Um, so staying in L.A., got justin herbert and the chargers are we 
I mean, I'm I'm looking for them to have a big year this year. Uh, they got a good wide receiver core. They got a really good rookie running back to back up Austin Eckler. I think, you know, Isaiah Spiller might be a guy midway through the season to look at as a, you know, a sleepy kind of fantasy football guy uh, that you could get in your draft. Uh, I mean, I think you could wait on him, too, in these redraft leagues. I know rookie draft leagues, he was going round one. Uh, for dynasty format, and uh, I mean, wh- what's your opinion on that? So with Isaiah Spiller, I, that's definitely one of those guys. If you're doing a regular fantasy league, um, I would say probably wait, maybe take him as a flyer at the end. But he's one of those guys who's probably going to miss the draft. Dynasty, like you said, uh, he's going in most second rounds of rookie drafts. But excuse me, um, seeing his production value right now, I can see him being a a third down back, but also a really great receiving back because he's one of those guys who would always go out there and catch the ball. I am a little disappointed they did not utilize him more in that style in last week's preseason games. He had uh, no – no, actually, I'll take it back. I think he had one catch maybe, but that was about it. I think just the one catch, one target, but that's okay. It's preseason. You don't expect guys to go out there and do everything. He did get 10 carries for 34, year, uh, 34 yards little underwhelming but at the same time they had about like eight running backs you got to cycle through let those young guys play yeah it's preseason i don't expect them to show too much so uh let's go from the uh, west coast to the east coast so the philadelphia eagles picked up a bunch of pros uh prospects and additions this offseason with the uh, trade with tennessee from for aj brown so now they got hurts Devonte smith and aj brown are they going to be able to put the pieces together or are we going to look at the Cowboys kind of leading the way in that division again? Uh, I, I really think the Eagles will be winning the division this year personally. And I do like the Cowboys a whole lot, but I think the Eagles just have too much there and too much to rely on to uh, they, they, they basically, they have the spot. It's all theirs to lose. That being said, I am honestly my, pretty pissed off. I did a couple bets last week. And I was really, really hoping the Eagles were going to beat the Jets, and they lost within like the last minute. I had like oh. a seven, a seven game parlay going. And I thought um, we talked about betting on preseason football when you when you bet the Jags in the Hall of Fame game. I mean, I was just excited, but I, you know, it's just a five dollar bet, but I missed out on about three hundred dollars, and you know, can't win them all. So with that being said, I still hope they succeed, but I'm still hurting from that. All right. Um, I think I agree with you. Uh, I think you were you were telling me earlier today uh, something about the Cowboys and their penalties. Is that what's going to keep them from winning the division? Absolutely. So just looking at it, and this is miserable. I, I don't know exactly how many penalties they had last year, but I believe in yardage they gave up about like a thousand something yards worth of penalties. And just last week's preseason game, they had 17 penalties for 129 yards. 17 penalties. You can't make this shit up. They literally had all offseason to (laughs) calm down on their penalties, and they just right back to it. And again, it's preseason. But it's preseason, which means the refs would, you know, give a little slack on penalties here and there. They got to get ready tossing that, that yellow blanket, too. Yeah, they got to get their practice in, but like you look at any other team, there was nowhere close to 17 penalties. So if they want any chance of winning that division, they have to cut down on that. 
we got to finish. I know we'll, we'll go ahead and give the Ravens their due. They've won 21 preseason games in a row. Woohoo! But they did beat our Tennessee Titans. So let's let's talk about the Ravens and the Titans, and uh, we'll we'll wrap up our week one preseason uh, recap there. So I was really liking uh, Malik Willis. It was real good seeing him out there um, after him slipping to the third round, supposedly a first-round draft pick, slipping to the third round. It was good to see him being able to produce. There was always that back and forth, the, the comments Ryan Tannehill had about him not being a mentor, and obviously he's proved that wrong. He's been mentoring, helping him through every step of the way, and, you know, Teammates are going to be teammates. They hype each other up. That's how they get through the season. And seeing Malik Willis be able to perform the way he did. Now, he he was asked by the coaches to throw a little more, and he didn't. He ran around a whole lot. So, it's he, getting out of Man, the – go ahead. When you're not getting, when you're not getting any uh, blocking help up front, you kind of have to just uh, rely on what you know works, and that's your legs. Exactly. And he did that a whole lot in college. So, you got to do what you got to do to make the play. But I can understand wanting to, like – sit in the pocket, throw the ball. That's what you need out of a quarterback. But he can do it on his feet. I just don't want to see him get hurt in the meantime doing it. Yeah, and I think he can make the NFL throws. Uh, he made one to race to McMath, and you could kind of tell that the wide receiver was doing a uh, – he's a special teams wide receiver. Um, he's a gunner, and he's on the kickoff team. And, I mean, he's a great special teams player, but you can tell he's lacking the experience in the NFL as a wide receiver because uh, that's where you got to catch the ball and cut up field and not slide to make the catch, which is what he did. But I still like racing with math. I think he's going to make the team as a special teamer. He's going to be a good guy for the for the Titans this year. Yeah, and keeping on with the Titans, uh, I was a little disappointed with Kyle Phillips and his use, uh, usage. Uh, he only got one target uh, last week. I still have high hopes on Kyle Phillips to be a um, on the roster slot in the 53-man 50, team. I I just like to see the guys plays. He's been cutting it up in uh, practice and everything, and hopefully next week he'll be able to get some more some more targets. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's going to make the team. I think he, he might not start right away, but I think he's going to be a uh, reliable safety blanket for Ryan Tannehill for years to come. Right, and they did uh, do a couple cuts. So Josh Malone's gone, so that's one more piece out that he will be able to compete with. Yeah, and that's a, that's a local boy here that uh, from Middle Tennessee, played at station camp. Oh, yeah, I know all about Wish it. Wish him all the best. So, do you have any um, like fantasy tidbits to look at uh, for like, I guess who's a guy that you're looking for in a redraft league? Like round ones, two, and three—they're pretty much spoken for. Is there is there a flyer you're taking? So, if we're talking in a redraft league, some flyers I'm taking round three and four. You want to look at some some running backs. If you if you get a good receiver one and two um, and you already know you took four receivers right off the rip and won the championship but i feel like that's the market to get a running back and uh let's going off it uh let's let's go with gibson i mean he's a guy that will probably end up losing his job at the end of the season but i feel like for the first couple games they're gonna be running the ball a whole lot I don't like Carson Wentz i think he's a great guy but not a good football player he's got to hold on to the football though caleb like 
that's why I think I think Washington's backfield is going to be too confusing for that to be that early. I like Gibson to maybe start the season. Maybe if you could handcuff Gibson, McKissick, or Brian Robinson, that's where you'll get your value there. Um, that one's going to be interesting. Uh, I think you you were telling me that the guy in Houston, the rookie, is going to take over. Is he going to be the starter? So, Damian, uh, I believe Damian Pierce will be the starter. From what I've been hearing, he had a whole lot of practice in the first game. Uh, I think he had a touchdown or two. Hold on, let me pull it up right here. I'm sorry, I was <laughs> no. These, these preseason games got us all over the place. Um, I just know that he is making everybody in Houston comfortable, which is interesting because Davis Mills is going to be entering year two, and towards the end of the season last year, Davis Mills actually had a higher percentage than any of the other rookie quarterbacks, which makes me intrigued to see, is he a, a late-round backup in fantasy football? Can you rely on a Davis Mills? So Davis Mills is one of those guys where, like, I think you probably could get him. He's going to be one of those sneaky guys at the end where nobody is going to want to take him. At the very least, he's one of those guys you can pick up later in the season from free agency. But you're right. He ended up being a, a top-rated guy for a rookie who fell in the draft as well. Uh, he is on Houston, which kind of dampens it a little bit, and they don't have much guys to throw to. But he is stepping up in a role that they are giving him a chance instead of just like, you know, last season. Like, they just threw him into the wind. They didn't know what was going to happen. They just needed the quarterback to go out there and play, and it ended up working out in their favor. Now, if he can keep on competing and doing that, especially now with Damian Pierce on the team to help him out, I, I think he's one of those guys that could step up and be one of those guys who could fill in that role. Yeah, he might He might end up being like uh, earlier years with Stafford with Detroit. You can get him late in the draft if you focus on more skill positions in your fantasy football draft, and then all of a sudden he helps you win a game or two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, a couple more guys I want to talk about. Uh, Kenny Pickett for the Steelers. Uh, it was pretty cool seeing him go out there and play. Um, um, let's see. He went 13 for 15 for 95 yards, two touchdowns. And that's what's really exciting. But he went out there and balled. He did everything he could. And I, I think he will end up being the starter after at least two or three games. I think they will go with Mitchell Trubisky to start off the season. But it's it's his it's his ball to lose. I think I think Kenny Pickett's going to start sooner rather than later. Um, I think that they've given Mitchell Trubisky all of the all of the chances he can get. I mean, they signed him to that two year deal, and I think worst case scenario for the Steelers, you know, they just throw Pickett to the Wolves and they let Trubisky back him up. Uh, but let's be honest, we know how the chances are going to be the first time. They take the field and Trubisky takes it and goes three and out. Like we we know what's going to happen. Either that or an interception. But I think he's really oh. developed himself more as a quarterback. And I I want to get Trubisky a shot. Uh, I'm going to have him be like you know he's the underdog to watch this season. I would say. Hey, and if he makes it, good for him. If there is if, if there is anybody else that I like to see underdog, uh, Marcus Mariota. I would love to see that guy come out and ball out for the Falcons. Now, uh, Ritter is going to come out there and compete too, and he actually had himself a pretty damn good uh, preseason game. But 
he just kept running. Uh, threw the ball a whole lot. He went 10 for 22. Now, he did have 103 yards and two touchdowns, but 10 for 22, that's a lot of missed passes. And, and I didn't and watch I, it personally, so I don't know if those were on him or on the receivers. I, I watched but... the game-winning I watched the game winning touchdown through and I'd like to just say shout out to the Lions fans. Y'all are in mid I would say week four form of losing a gut-wrenching, heartbreaking game because uh, that crowd before that play took off, you would have thought it was week four or five and the Lions were two and two and were like, Hey, we got a winning season on the line. And they lost, and the air just got sucked out of the building. And it was weird because it was like, it is the Lions, so I feel bad for them. But at the same time, it's like, hey, the excitement around the team is there. The Lions are the team that always seems to lose in the last second. I mean, just look, I think the Ravens beat them in the last second last year, and it just keeps on happening. That was uh, Justin Tucker's record-setting field goal, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Took him to a 99 overall in Madden. Speaking of record-setting kickers what about this punter in buffalo that they took in the sixth round what was it 80 yards yeah he, i think he punted from the uh the 18 and it went into the end zone like he's just just a straight boot from what i was hearing there was going to be a punting competition but i think week one competition is already over <laughs> yeah and there is a punting con- competition in tennessee uh the rookie that the titans picked up undrafted is actually challenging Brett Kern. So that's going to be interesting. You know, we've got to talk about for the brand here. And uh, I think, you know, punting, while it's not a fantasy sports statistic, it can really turn the turn the game. Everybody loves to see a good kick. I mean, they could really make or break a game. Like, when it comes down to it, not a lot happened in games. But a kicker that can kick it, 50, 60 yards is great, but a punter that can kick it accurately where they need to be, even better. Yeah, so um, let's uh, let's just – we're going to wing it here. Uh, you know, we didn't have a lot for the NFL, so let's, let's talk about a couple of things. Me and Caleb are in – is it three fantasy leagues this year? I, I'm currently speaking two, but we usually do another one just to have fun. Um, so I we got uh, one of, yeah, without without money. Yeah, we joined it. I think it's like 16, 17 people. No, is it 16? I think it's 16 teams. Yeah, it's a dynasty format. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, but we have two two leagues that are for money. One is a redraft. One's dynasty. So the dynasty league, let's talk about that for a minute. Like, I know everybody's like, it's your fantasy team. It's your fantasy league. Nobody cares. But in reality, a lot of people do care. Um, yeah. We have trades just popping off right now. Yeah, this past week has been a huge week for trades. It started with uh, Justin and I doing a pretty big one, and after that, everybody has just been going at it. Yeah, and I i mean, people are still confused. I, I'm still – it's still hurting because we did a expansion draft and I felt bad a little bit after the fact because I could have let the three guys take over the team that quit, but instead I let all the people that stayed purge the team, and it made everybody really strong. 
And, you know, year one, I traded Justin Jefferson to my best friend. He was a rookie at the time, and I got three second-round draft picks out of it. So I was like, yeah, that's good. Looking back at it now, terrible trade. (laughs) Oh, yeah, top top Possibly the worst one I've ever done. Yeah, top receiver. That one really hurt you a whole lot because then you also drafted Jamar Chase, who I now have after our big trade, and you could have had Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, and that would have been deadly to look at. Well, even even to make it worse, I traded away CD Lamb recently, so I could have had Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and CD Lamb. But I'm looking on the bright side and taking my younger team and looking towards the future. So we're gonna go back. We had uh, a a guy he acquired Miles Sanders. Clyde edwards Lair and Calvin Ridley. And he traded away Garrett Wilson in a second-round pick. I kind of could see that, but Calvin Ridley's got to sit a whole year. So I don't don't know where the running backs come in on that. So this guy made the trade. Basically, he was real weak on the running back, so he was kind of desperate to make something happen. I'm talking like his top running back was Mark Ingram. So he yeah. he really needed to make some kind of move. So I get the grind to want to try to make some trades, and he had to do what had to be done. Yeah, so let's go to our trade. I gave you Dak Prescott, Jamar Chase, Brian Robinson, Pat Fryermuth, a second-round pick and a third-round pick for this upcoming year's rookie draft. Mm-hmm. And in return, I got Gerald Everett, Justin Herbert, and then three rookies, Isaiah Spiller, Romeo Dubes, and Traylon Burks. Now, right off the rip, you guys are thinking like, wow, that is a lot of people to be trading in a fantasy draft. Well, we just like to go out there and get our guys, and we like to say, get your guys you like. That's how it is. The guys you like might perform well. I love Justin Herbert. He loves Jamar Chase, and we somehow find a way to part ways with both of them and got what we both wanted with the other uh, – picks and players and i think after that we've had a total of about 12 trades since that big blockbuster had to and be. uh and then we'll just go ahead and go to this last one because it's the head scratcher we wrap it up with the team getting jacoby myers hunter renfro devin singletary and a second round pick for 2025 and the guy who gave that away received antonio gibson and Terrace Marshall. Now, we'll leave it up to you guys to decide who won that trade, but it's pretty obvious to us and everybody yeah, who obvious. won it, but <laughs> we'll, we won't be biased. And we're, and we're probably going to have some of these guys on uh, throughout the year just to talk about, you know, the fantasy season and, and going from there. But we're very excited about fantasy football, so much so that we need you to follow us at football in-laws on Twitter and you can either DM us there or email us at football email football in-laws at gmail.com a question for the ask the in-laws segment at the end of every NFL show and me and Caleb are going to answer all of these questions as best we can and uh, on top of that if you could go ahead and give us a five-star review Screenshot it and email that over to footballinlaws at gmail.com. We have koozies made up with our logo on it, and we're going to mail it to you for free. 
And we'll be uh, posting pictures of the koozies on our Twitter, so you guys can go check it. And that's, again, at Football In-Laws, F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L-I-N-L-A-W-S. Guys can't spell, you know, sometimes they have a hard time as well. But you guys can go check it out on there, and we will link our email as well so you can DM us and everything, and we can get those sent out to whoever wants them. Yeah, and we're going to have more of a, uh, I guess you could say, structured show next week and then me and caleb have actually gone through and picked every single game for this nfl season so we're going to start that next week we just wanted to get this show out there and let y'all know that we're going to be doing college and nfl the college show is going to come out earlier in the week and the nfl show is going to come out hopefully before the thursday night game and uh yeah just give us a give us a like a subscribe and a follow little five-star review, help us out, and uh, we'll be looking forward to talking to y'all some more next week. Yeah, and feel free to give us some feedback. Let us know what to do better and everything. We'll try to make the most of it. We'll still, we're still starting this out, and we're like to make this the best show possible for you guys. Yeah, I think this is, what, episode three? Episode three, yes, sir, and hey, more to know, come. We're, we're winging it, but we got all the equipment. You just let us know what we can do better and uh, what segments to touch on and topics to help y'all out with, and uh If we need more fantasy, we'll let you know. And with that being said, we will catch you guys in the next episode. See y'all later. Peace.